this is Erica and Yvette, and this is the Melon and Pearls podcast, episode 57. Hey, everybody. Yes, hey, everybody. <laughs> the power of imperfect starts. Mm. So Eric and I were talking about this, you know, um, and how impactful this episode can really be. Um, and so that's why it's one of, it's one of the earliest ones in our season, because this is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Yours truly has as well. So one of the biggest fears people have in their lives is failure, missteps, delays. They like, really, there are people out there trying to live their life by avoiding all mistakes in life, struggling to do everything right, and are obsessed with perfection and order, which kind of makes living and experiencing a successful and happy life almost nearly impossible, right? Right. I mean, perfection mm -hmm. is the enemy of good. And as Winston Churchill said, perfection is the enemy of progress. So I, yours truly, was one of those people trying to be perfect in everything. And when I accepted and realize that I will fail and misstep and stumble at some point in time in my life, that I will also not win, I lose. I realize that is the only way to learn is to not win all the time, is to have missteps and delays. And it's part of the process to become successful. And once that snapped for me, my life changed. Failures and setbacks, however you wanna call it, literally gives you two choices. You can either stay down, or you can get back up. So you can't let the missteps, things like that, define you. You have to let your setbacks, missteps, whatever you want to call it, teach you. And the most important thing in the world that I learned is that I, what I believe about myself, no matter what happens, it ain't over. There's no such thing as over. And when you can't control what's happening to you, you can definitely control how you respond. And that, folks, is where the power is. So today's episode, Eric and I want to share with you the true power of imperfect starts. Mm -hmm. Agree. You know, sometimes we fail and that's okay, right? That's life. But, but the question is, like you've mentioned, how, how do you recover and move forward? So I was reading something that said, you know, failure is a necessary component of success. And it's not the opposite of success. So in the face of failure, or if a circumstance that you did not expect, you thought it was going to be a positive outcome, but it's not so positive, stop it and take a look at it differently. See what you can learn and find the ways in which it helps you to build yourself even stronger for the next challenge. And to me, this is how you build resistance, resilience, I'm sorry, this is how you build resilience. Because the resili resilience is the ability to cope and recover from setbacks. And this is a muscle you have to flex. So it's not something that can happen immediately, but I think if you pause, reflect, and then determine what you could have done differently, then if that opportunity ever happens again, you then have learned from the time that it, the outcome wasn't necessarily what you expected it to be. Yeah. And I, you know, there's this quote out there about, you know, life is like a dance, you know, I'll, I'll share and then I'll transition to what the point that I want to make. So there's this quote out there that says life is a dance like a dance. Setbacks, delays, and detours, they are all like steps in like the mambo, tango, and cha-cha. If you just focus on the just one step in any of those dances, you think, what the, like, that don't, ooh, really, you know, what are they doing? And that doesn't make sense. 
nor does it look like a good look, right? But when you look at all of the steps together in totality, yo, it's magical. It's fun, right? So that's what missteps kind of represent. If you just look at it as one piece to the journey, it kind of like clouds, like moving forward. So here's an example. Here's an example. What if fill in the blank, some type of not great change happens? So instead of thinking it makes you irrelevant or insert whatever negative adjective you want, think of it in the way of it puts you in the pole position and actually informs you of what to act upon and what to do next. Thinking of it this way as data, if you continue doing the thing that you were doing before, you wouldn't have seen the change. And now because you adapted to that change, you are gathering data other people would kill for. So when you shift your perspective and see a misstep as data, then there isn't this feeling that you failed. You just learned something new. Learn something you can use to adapt, something you can use to build for tomorrow. Now, people, this is how one future proofs their career, their life, their existence. Like data. If you turn into data and not label yourself as whatever, change your perspective, it'll change your life. No, I agree. And, you know, I'm not a big sports person. Yvette knows this. I, you know, I, I watch it recreationally, but I'm not a sports person. But one of my favorite movies is um, We Are Marshall. Have you seen that movie before, Yvette? Yes, I have. I love that movie. But I recall at a part of that movie, they were looking at recorded plays, recorded football plays, right? Because they wanted to see what players did what. So let me extrapolate. So, you know, sports teams, I I believe they do. They look at recordings of, let's say it's a game that they lost. They'll look at the game, right? To see what missteps occurred so that when they go back out, they're better because they won't make the same, hopefully not the same mistakes. So I feel like it's important, like you said, kind of looking at the data, looking at what you have to kind of give you some feedback as to what did not necessarily proceed as you wanted it to, so that the next time that happens, you can recover. Because if you look at you know, if you take an honest look at something, I know I've had to do that, where I've had to take an honest look when something didn't happen the way I would have wanted it to. I take an honest look at, okay, Erica, did you do all what you possibly could? What could you have done differently? And then if that opportunity comes to me again, I use what I've learned to then move forward. And sometimes, listen, sometimes it might be not be the first time, sometimes the second time, but it's okay because as long as you take that data and determine okay, what misstep did I have? Then you can, you're just better off because you'll learn more. So I understand the disappointment aspect of things because we're all humans and we get disappointed. But I also think that there's a lesson to be learned in everything. Absolutely. You know, and here's the thing, you know, society, even more so since the pandemic, you know, you see all these posts, but what you don't see is like no one really is going around walking or talking or posting about all the hard work, setbacks, pain they go through. They only want to focus on the end result, the new job, promotion, vacation, new home, new car, etc. No one wants to talk about or share the valleys they had to walk through, the holes they had to climb out of, the tears they shed, the band-aids, the stitches, the gut-wrenching defeats. No one wants to talk about that. You know, mm-hmm. and people, people may be fearful with setbacks, but the effortless truth is, everybody, no great success has ever been achieved without setbacks and things not working out. It, it, never, ever, 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 ever. And if everything went well, how do you learn? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And social media is just like the biggest guys. I mean, social media, we, people show you what they want to show you. Exactly. Period. End of story. Yep. So to Yvette's point, you may not see all what they had to go through. You're just going to see the finished product. Exactly. And that is not an illustration of, of anything, to be honest, because it's not showing you what it took to get there. It's like that meme or that picture I've seen. Not, it's not a meme, but it's like an iceberg. And you only see the tip of the iceberg, but everything below un- underwater are all the challenges it took to get there. So, so I think we need to kind of, yeah, social media, I use it as like a, I don't know, it's like watching a reality show sometimes because it's like, it's what people want to show you. It's not necessarily all what's happening. So when you see, you know, I got all this money doing this, we don't know how many times that didn't succeed. So just a word of caution there. Absolutely. And you know, here's the thing. We are in a time of great disruption, the pandemic, you know, and this is the time that we're, you know, I actually came out on top by using these, the same principle of shifting a delay, setback, failure, whatever, and using it as a data point. Because when you are able to make that shift, you adapt to change. And then I went from being a traumatized Black woman running around on other people's autopilot to a serial entrepreneur, an author solo traveling the world, keynote speaker to a partner at PwC. So this shift is in how I view life change is the data that I use to create constant opportunities for myself. You know, and in moments of great upheaval can be literally the best times to start something new. Your failures don't define you. They don't. Because think about it, everybody. The only time we have is right now. Right now. If you wait, you may have to wait forever. And literally the pandemic has taught this lesson to so many people in some serious ways. People lost loved ones, jobs, the ability to pursue an idea. They just all saw it disappear. The pandemic put front and center something that we all knew but never felt more acutely. The only thing we can count on is what we have today. So use what happens today, good, bad, or indifferent as a data point to push you in the pole position for your opportunities for tomorrow. So let's end this by just kind of going through a quote. The secret of life is to fall seven times and to get up eight. So regardless of what happens that you might not necessarily know what the outcome, you know, the outcome isn't the desired outcome, take an opportunity to understand the root cause, leverage that, as Yvette said, you are not your mistakes. You are not your quote unquote failures. It's a question of how you flex that resilience muscle to move on, move forward, and to go towards that goal, whatever that goal is for you. So it might take us one, two, three. Think about all the great inventions of the world. I'm sure they didn't happen the first time. But there was persistence to continue to build or reach that goal, whatever that goal was. So build that resilience muscle, get up when you fall and just move forward. That's all I got. Couldn't agree more. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any feedback for us, please don't hesitate to reach out. You know, let us know if there's some topics you'd like for us to cover. Let us know that as well. We would love to. And remember, build that muscle.
Yep. Until the next time. Did you just love what you heard on this week's episode? Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and some feedback. Spreading the word is really the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you.